recording and start that stream. Welcome to Horsin' Around, a dumbass cast. I am your host, as always, Nick Brigadante, and with me today, I have four lovely guests, if you would like to introduce yourselves. Hello, I'm Special Correspondent Christian Meekman. Hello, I'm Unspecial Correspondent uh, Jacob in the Field Johnson. I wasn't paying attention. What was the order? I'm Tori. <laughs> I'm Brad, and I live like this. I have a question for the host, Nick. You Hi. said you're always the host, yes? Yes, that is... Well, Who would you choose to be a guest host if you ever had to choose a guest host? I mean, Out of this... anyone on the planet. Oh. Uh, well, I, like, yeah, if you're talking, like, celebrities, fucking... I don't know. Uh... The new host uh, and executive producer of <laughs> Jeopardy. <laughs> who, who is that? I haven't, I haven't followed the new. It's it's uh, it literally it, it's a people, fucking it's a yeah it's it's two people technically, but uh, uh, Malik doesn't host the main show. She just hosts like the special. She hosts the prime time. Yeah, uh, but but literally what happened is that they did the whole like hey guest host for a couple of months we're like testing out the water oh, got, like, okay. a whole interview process and then they just chose the executive pr pr uh producer who is a milk toast white guy and everyone what the fuck was the point of this look man if you're gonna pick a milk toast white guy at least pick a.a ron rogers the poor well, man that, exactly that's not how it's like anymore for the green Bay Packers. You, let him if, if, if you're going to pick the white guy pick the white guy who was good at hosting the show not yeah, the white Aaron guy Rogers who was surprisingly bad at hosting, good at hosting jeopardy I was, was like, he yeah. was he one of the guest hosts that was just on yeah. for a bit and he just did yeah. a good job he had charisma yeah. he, ha <laughs> he also had like the delivery that is like requested uh, of alex trebek of just like you just you yeah you, you hand out you dole out the compliments you dole out the okay. the insults and then you dole out and the, the questions and the questions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was good. This is the order of importance. I I remembered the questions. The, the, the questions are the third most important part of that job. <laughs> uh, all right. Speaking on charisma, and to answer your question, Brad, uh, I think you know I, I think just came to mind Jeff Goldblum. Seems like a fun dude. Ooh, okay. And, uh, and yeah, I can would see love, that. Would love, would love to have him as guest test. Counterpoint. Counterpoint. Okay. okay. Counterpoint. Ca point. Counterpoint. I love Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. One of my favorite. Ooh, excuse me. Actors of all time. Yeah. But I also think that current age Jeff Goldblum, mm -hmm. he's got He's got to reel himself back in a little bit. <laughs> he's he's Ooh. dipped too far he's got, into. He's got to. He, he's. He's, like he's when, when you watch the apartments.com ad, you're like, oh, it's hilarious. He's he's like hamming it up with the camera. But mm -hmm. then every interview I've ever seen him in, I'm like, he's got the same energy as the apartments.com ad. <laughs> and I don't know why. Do you think Jeff, like, Jeff Goldblum yeah. is, is flanderizing himself? Like he is he's he's keyed in on his persona that is perceived maybe. by the public. Maybe, yeah. A, a little bit. Too, a little too much. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I think that might be it. I, I think I think with the, the proper direction. Mm -hmm. He can reel himself back in, like I think his performance in uh, Ragnarok, when yeah. you have someone like Taika Waititi behind the camera being like, "Jeff, here's what I need you to do," mm -hmm. like that that strikes the right balance because he's like over the top, like Jeff Goldblum, but it's it's contained to like an extent. Yeah, it's well, it's, it's contained to the character properly. that is not like he's yeah. not like a main character in that movie. He's yeah. like. He has a role and it's funny, but it's a very much a side character thing. And you're like, haha, Jeff Goldblum being funny. But then like, you, it's just enough where you're like, all right, this is, it's not getting like overbearing as like how crazy he's, or how silly he's being on screen. Um, yeah. Speaking about people who have magnetic personalities, I'm sorry, I'm just going to fucking change the topic because uh, I, it, I mean, it ran, I now. answered this the question, so it's run its now. course. Now I was going to say, you should, the uh, other guest host I would suggest would be, I would, it would be hilarious to have Stone Cold Steve Austin host this podcast. For, for this podcast. Yeah, yeah, well, I don't know what the fuck, yeah. I don't know, like, that, the celebrity host question is just such a wild one in general, because this is such a dipshit podcast where nothing and everything happens at the same time. All right, today at 316 Gimmick Street, <laughs> we're going to talk about visual novels. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you 
were just gonna say who's gonna be a host other than me. I was just gonna say Jacob because he's basically just a secondary. That would be too easy, point. man. I'm I'm coming yeah. in with the hard uh, questions. Yeah. I was but, gonna uh, say if you don't say Jacob, even with celebrity options, yeah, I'll Jacob's riot. The real <laughs> Jacob's the real answer for who you get to guest host. So yeah, but um, I think you should do that sometime. You should have him guest host. Yeah. I mean, I you know I, I gotta stream this to like Nick's channel, and I don't want to do that. That sounds like a lot of work. Well, yeah, he can still stream it, but nobody nobody knows he's streaming it. Well, what would the point? Well, streaming right now. Well, I don't know how that would change. What would the it, point be of of having him guest host if I'm still gonna be on it and streaming it, but he's just gonna be the one that says I'm the host? No, 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 no. That's you it. Because like you take a week off, you're like, oh, I'm on Were they right? I... But then it, Brad's saying that I still stream it, so then that's defeating the whole point of him being a guest host. It's your channel. Yeah, right, but then he yeah. has to run it, and then that becomes his. Problem. It's just Nick. You run the stream, but you just you aren't there, so it's just an empty space where you normally are. <laughs> Jacob, I don't have my fucking water ball on me. That's don't let me fault. do this right now. I will that's do it at the fault. end of the show oh. for your chuckle fuck ass. I'm not gonna hydrate right now. Anyway, Damn. you guys watch that clip with Brendan Fraser where uh, he was like, "Oh shucks, thank you." I'm like, "Ah, I love you, yeah. Brendan. What a good guy." Yeah, was that, I know. Was I know it's recent? been making the rounds and news. Yeah, it, it it literally happened like this week. Oh shit! Uh, mm -hmm. I have not seen it. You know how this weekly podcast is usually, you know, we usually try and keep things tight. Uh, of with, course, like, a lot we're of known for that. Movies. That is that is something yeah, 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 we're yeah, definitively yeah. on a very tight ship. Yeah, around. Keep, keep this banter in. Double it exactly. Uh. But yeah, but uh -huh. Brendan Fraser was just having like an interview with like someone and they're like, oh, hey, Brendan, I want you to know that like we're all behind you and the Internet's behind you. And he like got choked up for a sec and he was like, oh, shucks. Thank you, ma'am. Because he had his cowboy hat on. So he was cowboy <laughs> Brendan. And I'm like, what a guy. Is uh, a guy. I, I think is this this is this it? I just looked it up on. Uh, let me look. I can't see. I just I, I mean, just it, it. It, it basically it was one of those things where like. It was so wholesome that it like every news, every daytime news outlet fucking picked it up and ran the story. I don't know. We love to I miss see Brendan. it. We, we love. Well, hopefully we'll get to see him. Brendan goes back bit. in action. He started to great, work on a movie, right? Like he's... yeah, he's he's well. That was the thing is like he was being interviewed because he recently got picked up for uh, some really big roles recently. Uh, mm -hmm. Like I think he he's working on a Martin Scorsese. Yeah, yeah, I heard about that. Uh, yeah, he's uh, so. He's on Doom Patrol. Yeah, yeah Doom, Doom Patrol's Patrol. been the the main thing for a while now, which is cool to just like he, see him he just, consistently he, in that. He just was in No Sudden Move. He's in Behind the Curtain of Night. He's gonna be in uh The Whale. Yeah, the Darren Aronofsky Ki film. Killer, yeah, yeah Darren Aronofsky, and then uh, Killers of a Flower Moon, uh, which is the Martin Scorsese one. Mm -hmm. Uh, so. I don't know. It's one of these things where I also feel like, uh, I, the 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 phrase the Brendan Assange or whatever we're fucking calling it, I feel like has been something that a lot of people have talked about a long time. Uh, but I think it really has come to power with like people our age and slightly older who grew up yeah. with a lot of Brendan in their lives. You got the you got the uh, mummy classics. Like, you got Journey to the Center of the Earth. You you can't you can't no, put those the, aside. Journey to the Center of the Earth is where we start. Word. What are you Hollywood talking about? That movie is great. It's fucking dinosaur running around chasing them. It was a great. Well, time. The best journey to the center of the earth movie is Aquaman. Fucking fight me on it. Uh, Wasn't there a sequel to that Brendan Fraser movie that starred the Rock? Yeah, it was called Journey to the Center of the Earth. But the two in that movie was a two because they actually know how to title films. Unlike Now You See Me Too, when. It should have just been, you know, <laughs> now you don't. Which would have been hilarious. Some some fucking executive was just just had a real stick up. He was ass. like, they'll, they'll never know what we're talking about if we if we don't put a two. We need the yeah. two. You need exactly. it. You need it. I don't know. I like I like Brendan. Uh he's had like a pretty rough ride like i i read up oh, on yeah. like what happened to him because i was like uh what happened to brendan fraser and then it was just sort of like yeah like a lot of personal shit and then also like yeah. a lot of hollywood shit happened to him all yeah because he was a, absolutely a rising uh, on the uphill climb right for hollywood because he's in the mummy yeah. movies this big star he was he was in crash which is a bad movie but it was oscar you know won the oscar like he was you know he mm -hmm. was in he was in know, the third mummy movie he was check he was doing stuff so and then suddenly he wasn't anymore which was you know well well what's crazy is that 
so I was I was looking up his filmography before, but now I have it open. Literally before 2019, his last film was in 2014. He had like a five year hiatus of like no film. Yeah. He did I'm surprised like, he was doing things in 20 like he, I think he pretty much dropped off the radar like even before that point. So he was doing He's, some TV stuff. Hmm. He was in yeah. um, a re- interesting adaption of uh, Three Days of the Condor that was just called Condor on the Audience Network, which no longer exists. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, none of this. Was, remember, <laughs> remember those days when like everyone was just like, <laughs> "We've got this figured out. We'll we'll do our own thing," and then they fucking crash immediately, and you're like, "Well." Yeah. Guess you figured... What the fuck was the audience network? Uh, There's the network for audience. Oh. It's in the name. Well, shit, yeah, I, like, I am the audience. Something so. from AT&T, I think. Yeah, AT&T. Wow. AT&T buying media properties, selling them, and then going, wait a sec, we're not a media company. We don't know what to do. And then selling that back. <laughs> I've never heard the story before in my life. In other uh... news, AT&T sells <laughs> Warner Brothers to Discovery, and we'll never know what happens. Are they are they gonna what, what's their next big buy though? What are what are they gonna buy before they sell? I don't it? know. AT and T is gonna buy the fucking moon, and then they'll be like, I don't understand why the Earth is on fire, and then they'll nuke space or some shit like that. AT and T doesn't know what the fuck to do. They're a big fucking telecoms company, and they just fucking have too much money on their hands. Uh. Anyways, uh, yeah, we're sending we're always sending good vibes to Brendan. That's that's always that's always a vibe because Brendan's a cool dude. Yeah, he like yeah, he, I, I think also we support the Renaissance. Yeah, he, he did a he did a lot of stuff, but I also think that weirdly enough, Doom Patrol is what really helped get. Is his Doom Patrol a good there. show? Has anybody here watched it? I I watched a couple episodes, and I remember those couple episodes being pretty good, but I didn't stick with it I because see. it was one of those things where it's like. It's a Warner Brothers property. It's on HBO Max. I don't have an HBO Max subscription. And every every day I'm like, I should really get an HBO Max subscription because so much of the stuff I want to watch is on HBO Max. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they surprisingly are starting to get a good roster of shit going on for them. So, yeah. Becoming more and more tempting. Yeah. I'm still holding out. Like, like the it has to go reboot. <laughs> no. All right, look. HBO Max got a lot of hits, but, you know, sometimes... They- they miss. So, <laughs> what are you talking gonna... about? I love the cost of glory. Oh, I'm not God. even kidding. I my shirt. Hold on. Brad, I, I need to ask as for another uh, fun and cool topic shift. You you have dropped in and then bolded uh, watermelon I did farmer. Bold. Yeah. Uh, what's uh what's going on there? What the fuck All is right. it's watermelon story time. farmer? Okay. So, I am now a watermelon farmer. Oh, as cool. of this summer, I was at Target. Mm-hmm. And we were shopping for some things, and I was in an aisle, yeah. and I saw this little... I could get the box, but I don't have it. It's downstairs. And it was this $5 box, and it okay. said, Children's Science Experiment, Grow Your Own Watermelon. And I was like, you know what? <laughs> it costs $5 to buy one at the store, so I'm going to buy this. I... And I took it... <laughs> Sorry, go on, yeah. go on. I took it... I took it here. I opened it up. I'm making a YouTube video about it. I planted the seeds, and they're growing right now. Let me send a picture in the uh, the chat of what they look like today. I am in yeah, love it... with the branding for for just watermelon seeds. That it had to be a it had to be labeled as a science experiment to entice oh, yeah, exactly. children. You can't uh, just someone... be like, here's some watermelon seeds. You could grow some fucking watermelons. It has to be an experiment to show that you can grow plants. Oh, well, holy someone shit! A, someone approaches yeah. you with either they, they approach you and they ask, "Do you want a million dollars or do you want watermelon seeds?" And you don't you ne- don't pick the wa- the million dollars. You gotta <laughs> pick the watermelon seeds so that you grow five watermelons mm-hmm. and then you take the seeds from the watermelons and grow there you five go. x more watermelons and then you sell those watermelons and then that's my like, genius plan. I was like, yeah. if I make a billion I mean, dollars, with a I'm million dollars, empire. you could also buy a lot of watermelons. No, Beekman, you never <laughs> take the million dollars. That's that's the that's the that's the that's fool's the play. philosophy. That's the fool. <laughs> An entrepreneur would know to take the watermelons. Yeah, I guess this is why I'm not an entrepreneur. <laughs> yeah, we're also an economics podcast by by nature of Jacob being here, so you can get all your financial. Never tie advice. any of my economics philosophy to fucking financial fucking TikTok or whatever the fuck <laughs> I stole that from. Holy shit. <laughs> Those guys are fucking wild. Oh man. 
No, but I, and honest to God, I think I probably, as a kid, was sold on the shame shit, where, yeah, it was some, like, little carrot seeds and, like, green bean seeds or whatever that you could, I, like, grow. I did not expect still. them to grow. Um, I didn't expect it. Yeah, I mean, hey, are you gonna, are you gonna yeah. maintain it? Are you gonna maintain a little yeah, watermelon for orchard? Sure. There you go, man. Uh, I, I think you're not supposed to plant them in the same spot for three years, so I, I might have to take a break or go somewhere else for my watermelon yeah, empire. You, you, but you, you, you want to prevent yourself a little crop rotation lifestyle, right? Yeah. Exactly. You want to make sure that you don't start up a miniature dust bowl in your backyard because that that could, right. that could become a problem. So, gotta gotta yeah. keep keep that in check. But that's really cool, oh, yeah. man. Those yeah. are coming along great. I sent a I sent a couple pictures here. The the bottom one the, with the flower that's from about I don't know two and a half weeks ago, mm-hmm. and then the next one is from three days ago, and the most recent one is from today. Yeah. So they're yeah. growing. They're growing pretty quick. Thanks, huge. I I, yeah. I won't lie. Like gardening shit actually it makes me kind of hype. Like I, my ultimate goal is to live in a place where I have access to either my own garden or like a community garden where I can. Just yeah, like, I completely get that now. Mm, yeah. Own peppers, mm. Mm. own watermelon. Yeah, being able to like grow the ingredients that you can then use in like fucking recipes for shit seems like a really cool. Just being able to do that, be like, oh okay, let me just grab some fucking basil real quick. Yeah, just just straight out the garden. Um, Dude, that's what I love about the country, and even just like driving through, because like everybody has like farmland. So yeah. Even if you're just like driving or- through, people farm stands out in front of their houses for just crops that they grew in their backyard you could buy them for like 50 cents per like corn on the cob (laughs) do you think that could be uh uh, this weird correlation between uh the middle of the country and the amount of farmers that live out there yeah oh yeah that's what's great about it though (laughs) that's what i love yeah yeah you yeah just as as a uh setting the scene you traveled literally across the country over the past like week or so right tori yeah, I, I drove I drove the entirety of Route 90, um, and it was sick. Wisconsin, actually, um, was my favorite state, and I never thought I would say that. Wisconsin is very cool. Well, okay. But, but I mean, the, the, the Midwest is like, like even though I probably wouldn't live out there because I don't like places with no people in it, uh, mm-hmm. but uh, the Midwest is a weirdly cool part of the country that I feel like people talk about, but not enough people are like, yeah, the Midwest, am I right? Because it feels like there's yeah, like such yeah. a weird, like, blue-collar, like, yeah, Midwest, like, factory towns slowly crumbling uh, issues in the Midwest. But in actuality, it's just like, now the Midwest is a very beautiful part of the country, and uh, there are a lot of cool people there's a, out there. Also, there's like a lot of immigrant communities in the Midwest, which yeah. is like very yeah. cool. But like, yeah, and part of that beauty is is just because people, fucking capitalists in, in early 1900s America, decided not to just build factories every half mile there. You know, it's it's why it's just a generally a, an area that outside of the population centers, which, as you've already pointed out, are, like, starting to crumble because all the fucking factories have left the areas. Um, you know, they just decided that there was no reason to fuck up the natural landscape, and so they didn't, and now we've just got farms, which there are, Well, they, they like, fucked up the natural landscape, like, a little bit. Yeah, but okay, like, yes. People they forget that, people forget that there's a... Yeah. <laughs> there, there's also a lot of natural landscape. Right, yeah. And yeah. those like, There's natural landscape everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. I, like I don't know if you know this. Uh Wisconsin, big state. Rhode oh. Island on the East Coast, small state. <laughs> Perhaps even not the much land state. left in Rhode Island because Rhode Island, not much land to begin <laughs> with. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's it's very fucking beautiful out there. I remember going to uh Yellowstone and and fucking that shit. No. What no, do you mean? Right, what do you mean? Right what do you mean, Tori? Everybody sucks dick on Yellowstone. Listen, I'm not trying to be naturally selected. I hate Yellowstone. <laughs> what is it? I oh, oh, you just don't like the the fact that you you're not the apex predator there, huh? You, you yeah, just... no, I am not the apex predator there. It's I the can take one yeah. step off of a path and fall through oh, magma crust and get oh. boiled alive. Yeah, <laughs> and that's, that's fucking fine. dope. Listen, Tori, I. I... <laughs> 
yeah. I'll let Beekman go, go, go. If you bring an MGL 32 40 millimeter <laughs> grenade launcher, you're the Apex Predator anywhere, as far as I'm concerned. So, yeah, I don't think they let those into the park. Beeks, I got a No, I'd be surprised. <laughs> Tori, it's fine. Look, I, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull the "I've lived in Hawaii" cards. Sometimes you just go to the natural national park that is just a volcanic crater, and you're like, <laughs> "Wow, that's steam vents that go all the way down to the fucking Earth's core. That's fucking red." And then you just keep on walking, like it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you just I, wanna... I have never been able to enjoy Yellowstone because I went there maybe like five, six years ago at this point, maybe seven, seven years ago, something like that. And in the gift shop, on the way in, I read a book called, like, 101 Ways to Die in Yellowstone National Park. Okay, well, and that I had seems to like... Yeah, that, that book is very helpful, Tori. With that knowledge forefront <laughs> in my mind. Yeah. And I've never been able to enjoy it since. Perhaps, perhaps that is a matter of, of mental attitude, where you're approaching <laughs> it with a, with a little bit of a, a Debbie Downer there. But also, oh, there's there is a I think there is an inherent thrill in approaching the uh, the dormant supervolcano that at any time could severely fuck up uh, all of the all of North America and the world at large by uh, becoming not dormant. Uh, so the, the dormant supervolcano, okay, we we got like plenty of those that are threatening the world at any given time, you know. Yeah. But it's it's the um it's the the danger that is just under the surface that is worrisome. <laughs> the danger that is still there and very much active. Can you we just give the volcano a NyQuil or something? <laughs> yeah, we just pour a whole bunch of Benadryl down the down No, yeah, I, I, Brad, I don't believe that... Uh, unfortunately, Yellowstone National Park is not uh, exactly the same as the, uh, the fucking National Flesh Pit, whatever. That fucking... <laughs> Uh, National flesh the what? pit. Have you? National oh, hold flesh on. Flesh pit. pit. What is it called? Wait, is the flesh pit the same thing as the flesh ball that would be the size of Central Park? No, 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 no. I'm, no. I'm talking about the mystery flesh pit, uh, National Park, which is a what? It's it's an ARG piece of media. I, I think we probably touched on this in a in a previous episode, we but I'll link have. it here again. Uh, this this is the the Tumblr page for it. Uh, which is actually pretty nicely laid out. And it's just got, it, it's, it is just a hypothetical, uh, fictional world, sort of similar to, like, an SCP-type deal, where there's just a national park that is, uh, like, situated on and within a, uh, dormant superorganism beneath the Earth's surface. Uh, what? Is this Resident oh, Evil? What the hell this is this? Is cool. Yeah. No, it's it's super fucking cool, uh, and it's it's a great little dive into and, and little read um and uh i don't i don't know if this cover this page covers the incident report of like when shit got fucked up but there's a little short story that comes along with all of this uh media that, uh, that accompanies this that's like when basically the the flesh pit like threw up and fucked up like hundreds of miles of terrain by doing so okay um, sorry so Nick, you you have reminded me of something because not because because I was like oh yeah that's like an ARG like it's like uh, it's not real but then yeah. I thought about like natural attractions in the U.S. that are just oh shit wait why is this real this is real question mark because uh, because then I remembered about how uh, Centralia Pennsylvania is just Silent Hill. <laughs> What do you uh, mean? It's it, it's Hold the on. town that Silent Hill is based off of, but you, it is actually just Silent Hill. Uh, Centralia, so it's a C E N T R A L I A. It's a town. Oh my goodness! Uh, where uh, a coal mine caught on fire and literally has been burning since like the sixties. Oh, the town. it's like the Hell Portal in Russia. Yeah, it's like the Hell Portal in Russia. Uh, but I kind of like this one a little bit better because uh, it's literally a never-ending fire. Uh, the hell porter in Russia is just like we dug too deep. No one go down there. Oh, uh, but it is, is on like fire as well, thing. right? Like, yeah. Uh, well, the hell portal in Russia is on fire, but like I think it depends because like they like dug too deep and then a fire broke out. But then I think part of it also flooded at the same time. I don't know. The Russian hell porter is like a weird one. Uh, oh god. Large yeah. Pennsylvania Highway Also, also the the fire. Russian Hell Portal is owned by the commies, and uh, Centralia PA is in good old America. Hua. Good old uh, Freedom so, Land. We got our. It's not a Hell Portal here. We call it a Freedom Portal. Um, mm -hmm. and so you gotta respect. 
Yeah. So so wait. So this town just doesn't like they it's just completely evacuated because it's it's no longer habitable, or uh, oh, it's a I near mean, ghost town. There's still people in yeah. it. Okay. There's still some people in it. There's five people in it as of 2017. Oh my god. What is the point of like? There's such like. Uh, Hilarious. Founded by Jonathan Faust. Who is is that? Faust is a very famous, uh, uh, like, epic, I guess, which is about a guy who makes a deal with the devil. Okay. Uh, so that adds some literary comedy. Oh, like, there's just to the name happens to be the same the as the founder character. of the town is also has the same last name, Faust. Ah, I see. Uh, and the town is on fire constantly. Well, not the town, the coal mine underneath the town, which causes the town to be engulfed in smoke at all times. Uh, <laughs> All, yeah, hold on. All real estate in the borough was claimed under eminent domain in 1992 and condemned by the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. Yeah. Centralia's zip code was discontinued by the Postal Service. So how do the people here get mail? What? If they don't have a zip code... Are they're not supposed there? to live there. That's oh, the thing. Oh, state, hold on. State and official, local officials reached an agreement with seven remaining residents in October 29th, 2013, allowing them to live out their lives there, after which the rights to their houses will be taken through eminent domain. So these people are literally just squatting, like, just for the sake of they've lived here and they yeah. don't want to move. And then yeah. after this, it's just... Toxic gas and smoke is rising from the ground above the fire. Why are they staying there? Because uh, they because live there. They're... They're from rural Pennsylvania, and that's the end of a statement, and I think you need to read it. <laughs> <laughs> Look, man, if you live there your entire life, a fucking coal fire that's burning under your feet for 50 years ain't gonna... If, if it's been burning there for that long already, what's what's gonna get you to move after that? Nothing. At that point, you're you're, you're just immovable. So... Oh, I found a, a new th news about Centralia. In April 2020, amidst the early part of the COVID-19 pandemic... Mm -hmm. The property's current owners made the decision to cover the graffiti highway section of old Route 61. Why? That shit looks so dope. Like I, I that was one of the pictures I, I was looking it. at. In uh... yeah, yeah, I'll send you. Which one? Yeah, the... send me a picture. Yeah. Also, I just love this uh, photo. I sent it in horsing around. Underground warning: mine. danger! Underground mine fire. Uh -huh. <laughs> just <laughs> letting you know. Um, is sudden collapse. Yeah, see, that's what I hate. That's the shit I hate. <laughs> yeah, I hate when the right. ground falls. But it's not under. like it's not like the fucking Yellowstone geysers are going to suddenly erupt under your feet. They're in very specific areas. No, no, no. no. The geysers are fine. It's it's the thin crust of the earth. Mm. Like you like you can't go walking in the you shouldn't go walking in the wilderness at Yellowstone National Park. Yeah, because oh, why? In, because the telling you don't go wandering in the wilderness at Yellowstone National well, Park, you'll yeah. die. Yeah, Tori, are you planning on like disobeying the very clearly posted signs that are put everywhere around the park where most people travel? No. Okay. So then, where's the problem? That the hard one. Okay. I don't like it. <laughs> anyway, who ruined all this nice graffiti by putting a Jeep Rubicon there? The property owners. I don't know, man. But why? Okay, so yeah, why the fuck did they get rid of this? Because they they, they want to disincentivize people from going there. Because I don't know if you read earlier in the article, but uh, there's a hellfire beneath that place that's constantly spewing toxic gas into the air. That's <sighs> uh, that's just sad. Like, come on. Yeah, I'm really worried about the artistic integrity someone did while on top of this fucking flame. There's, oh, there's, there's, cool. there's still right? pictures of it. Yeah, there's still the pictures, pictures of it. Are so. good, but like, it's just they really if it if it was going to be abandoned permanently as soon as these residents abandoned it or like you know passed away or whatever, why why is there any reason to like Nick, cover? Did any you of miss this up? the part where a guy went, ah, oh, this will be a great photo op for my Jeep Rubicon? He's not the first one to, who owns a Jeep Rubicon who thought that. And the U.S. government literally has to go like, all right, we can't fucking trust you, you big dumb idiots. You keep uh, coming to the hell spot. We're, we're taking away your graffiti. Look, if they, if some idiots do that, that's just on them, okay? They don't, you, you don't need to get rid don't of the get art. vaccinated, that's just on them. I guess you're right, Nick. We shouldn't care about other it's people's poor decision-making. I know, but it's so funny to me. Uh...
Uh, here's a here's a thing I just thought of. So I'm looking at this picture that says ground is prone to sudden collapse. Mm -hmm. And it reminded me of something I was thinking about the other day, right? Okay. If you pour water on the ground, it sinks into the ground. The water sinks I mean, into the ground. Yeah. Yes. yes. And it just it normal... keeps going. Yeah. So I us, mean keeps going is a very loose term to put there. If you if you pour a stream of water, right? But if you continuously pour water, and it's just like I guess I'm going to the center of the earth now. <laughs> It'll certainly try though, by nature of gravity. Uh, but then yes, it will get captured by the dirt and the animals living in the dirt and the grass that is in the dirt also. But right. Well, so the what, point what I was making is it, it it would suck to be a drop of water. Okay, that's that's all I'm saying. It would suck to be made out of water. Yeah, I've already watched this episode of the Magic School Bus. What are you getting at? <laughs> it needed to be said. I I mean, I won't lie. That episode of the Magic School Bus is very existential because they turn into fucking water drops and they're, like, trapped in there. And I'm like, yo, I'm, fuck that shit. I don't want to <laughs> know. Yeah, but, like, uh -uh. it's you're still part of the water cycle for the most part. Like, eventually... So are you. What's your <laughs> Yeah, that's what it's... What I, I guess I'm, I'm perplexed by this hypothetical in the sense that you eventually... I guess, yes, it's a, it's a scale of time thing where, where compared to our new, normal human life spans, you might be stuck there for decades just sitting there. That's stuck. Then, and then eventually you'll probably evaporate. Well, no, yeah, you won't even get sucker for decades. Like when it gets hot out, you'll fucking evaporate, and then you'll be in the clouds again, and then and then you'll fall back to the earth. It just keeps going, like unless you really so you go deep down there. You spend your whole life just there. falling. You just you're just falling forever. Is except for the parts where you're rising, but the rest of the time I mean, you're falling. <laughs> you're falling, except for when <laughs> you're not falling. Very we're profound. We're falling forever because that's that's also how that's gravity how the solar works. system work. But yeah. Man, we're, we're really land. <laughs> we're really hitting all the existential keynotes here on the day. Anyway, that's episode. why you can't go off the track at Yellowstone because you'll fall forever. There we go. <laughs> it all comes full circle. You that's fall into the guys. You're gonna drown in boiling water underneath the shallow crust of the earth. <laughs> mm. Good lord. Uh, what else we what else we got on here? Uh, if you think about it, the Earth is just one big stuffed crust. Mm. Yeah, except the cheese is magma, and you should not eat that cheese. Yes, that I is what I was getting at. For being somewhere who would find us very delicious. Yeah, yeah. Who? Would, yeah, Galactus loves his his fucking stuffed crust. Stuffed crust. Stuffed crust. Earth. Yummy, yummy. Um, there is a there's another current event that is on this topic list that uh, I I did throw Beekman in here after seeing him pop it in the chat for uh, being sort of a big deal that I, I personally don't have <laughs> much knowledge on, but I, I'm sure you have a little bit more than I do. And just to be clear, this topic is me buying shoes. Right? Exactly. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yes. Yes. It's out of brass tacks. What yes. are we looking for, Jacob? What, are you, <laughs> what kind of statement do you want to make? All right, as an example, <laughs> I am currently in the capital of Afghanistan, and I would like to leave there with the most comfortable shoes possible. <laughs> May I recommend the Solomon GTX 4D <laughs> Quest hiking boot? How did you just pull that out of your ass? Do you have those shoes? I'm assuming you have those shoes. It's 40 hiking I got, boots? I got, I got, I got, <laughs> yeah, I got my can I pair. smell the hiking those are, boots? Those are, those are pretty sturdy. Those look pretty good. He actually has the fucking shoes. Um, but anyways, yes, the actual topic is that the fucking we we finally done it. We pulled out of Afghanistan, and uh, things pair. are going exactly pair. as expected. So, yeah. I think they're going worse than expected, right? Wasn't that the? Uh, well, because... yeah, I think I, mean, I think people weren't quite expecting this faster much. than expected. Faster, but like yeah. I don't know. There there have been some people. There's this we there's been this weird narrative that people who clearly were not really paying that much attention to Afghanistan saying like, well, you know, this is why we shouldn't have left. We had this small presence. It wasn't costing us that much money in a macro <laughs> sense. But like, no, not the, the status quo is not being maintained in Afghanistan the past few years. Like, the, Af, the Af, all, all the various security apparatus of Afghanistan police, National Army, Special Operations dudes are taking horrendous casualties over the past two years, trying to keep the Taliban at bay as they, you know, spread around the country and, and essentially set up the sort of 
invasion you know, made, that's the now occurring. made the moves that you would do to make this happen for when the U.S. finally pulls up stakes and 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 takes this ball and goes home. And so, yeah. yeah. You, so the only choices were either like, oh, we need to do yeah another Afghanistan surge, a major, major, major expenditure of money and American, you know, more American troops. Uh, for for extended combat operations and I don't I don't know that there, there's just not there's not the political will for that in yeah in, in in Washington so yeah but yeah I don't think people quite expected the the sort of stunning success that the the, the Taliban have had um you know they've they've negotiated some things they've taken over other places you know uh and and got the arm in the run they they're in the midst of taking the major city in the north, Majar-e-Sharif, um, and two of the oh, sort of regional they, uh, they there have fled. Yeah. They took it today. Yeah, so... I, I think the big question, you know, obviously looming in the air is, like, what is the right thing to do at this point? And I don't... Uh... I mean, look, man, the, the, you know... This is this is you know this is this this is just you know the end result of when you make some poorly thought out decisions, mm -hmm. uh, and, you know, and the, a lot of what has gone wrong in Afghanistan during these twenty years is, is obviously our fault in the decisions we made and the things we just did not understand, uh, the things we should have had a plan for but didn't. There are some factors that were out of our control. Certainly, um, you know, it is probably pretty prescient for. Al-Qaeda to have Ahmed Shah Massoud, who was the leader of generally the um, the sort of opposition forces of the Taliban, fight, who fought against the Taliban in the 90s up in the north. He was killed two days before 9-11. Mm. Uh, so, <laughs> and he was probably one, one, the dude who, if he had, you know, if he had been alive, he would probably be the guy who would have been pushed to be the, the first leader of the new Afghanistan. But, um, yeah, he was dead, so we had to settle for. Yeah. Uh, uh, there were not really any other great options, so. Yeah. yeah. So you know, this is this is the, this is the Saigon 1975 moment, but for America in the 21st century, other than the 20th. So. Mm -hmm. That's... Um. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, what's sorry? Sorry to jump in, but like the the weird thing is like a lot of people are comparing it to like it's the saigon moment but i'm also like yeah but do you guys remember that like the fall of saigon was us leaving vietnam because we were like wow we fucked this shit up real bad uh we probably shouldn't have done this <laughs> uh which i mean it's not a good situation still but like it's a well that's that's, that, well, that's, I, I don't know. that's, that's part I, of the I whole build equation up like what right? beekman was talking about about like how i don't know i was listening to like like npr or something the other day and someone was like yay can you believe it? This is like uh, the the Biden administration really messed up. And I was like, I listened to NPR for like the last twenty years, and every fucking day, you guys were like, "Can you believe we're in Afghanistan?" And it's like, yeah, this is what happened. Like, <laughs> we literally spent twenty years. Well, the Afghanistan I will say, in trying to get this thing of like, oh, let's be out before nine eleven, before the twentieth century. The no, I agree. That's that's stupid. Anyone who knows any, like, even a little bit about Afghanistan knows that the fighting season is in the spring, in the summer. Yeah. Because that is when you, the Taliban can transition the the, the various rat lines that uh, run between the Pakistan-Afghan border, as much yeah. as you can call it, a border. <laughs> and then in the win in the fall and the winter, when it's very cold and the conditions suck, they can't transit there. If you had, if you, you would have done it then, because it would have. You would have at least no, yeah, I, not the Afghan government a few more months. But I, I agree. Also, I, I'm also like, I don't know. I, I'm a yeah. weird person who's kind of like left-leaning, but I also am very interventionalist, which a lot of left-leaning people don't like. Mm -hmm. uh, so I'm not big on like, I don't know. I, I'm I'm big on like, yeah, give the Kurds all like, like literally like <laughs> figure out ways in order to intervene internationally on humanitarian fronts uh yeah, which is a, like the, the a very weird is... thing to do and it's not easy but like that's my thing it's like i understand it's not easy but yeah i don't know it, it's definitely one of these weird it's one of these weird things where it's like yes could this have been handled better yes but also 
uh, some of the arguments are literally being made by people who are like, I don't care what happens. We should uh, we should have pulled out a long time ago. And then literally the pullout goes about as poorly as like it goes worse than one expects, but it still goes poorly. I mean, as one really, would the decision but... locus comes to, you know, you know, you obviously September 11th happens and you have yeah. to decide what your response to that, because, you know, you a, a feasible response is, hey, do nothing and, 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 and simply try and strengthen and, you know. Breaking the, your defenses rather than go on the your security apparatus, but 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 that is politically untenable for a variety of reasons. Um, yeah. Then the question is like, do we just really say, all right, Al Qaeda planned this? Let's just focus on Al Qaeda. Who cares about? Yeah, the Taliban suck, and it's a bad time, especially if you're a woman in Afghan, you know, for in Afghanistan. But you know, bit. Osama bin Laden and Al Qaeda people plan this. Let's go to Afghanistan, find bin Laden, schwack his ass, and then it's like, hey, look, tell, talk to the Taliban, say to the Taliban, hey, hey, we don't want to have to come back here. Yeah. Don't, don't host terror organizations to attack the United <laughs> States again. Yeah. And then we out. But that's, uh, well, obviously it's like, well, you know, if we're invading, you know, you know. Probably the United States is not good at nation building. We, right. Yeah. We, we have a very, very not good track record of intervening. Most, in, most most imperial nations are bad at nation building, but the U.S. Yeah. has a track record of being yeah. w- on the fucking top tier list of <laughs> nations bad at nation building in other and countries. Also, Afghanistan, for a variety of cultural, geographical, and other reasons, bad place to try and make a coherent net. Really, what yeah. this goes back to, if we really want to get to the root cause of this, don't ever let fucking english yes draw maps. <laughs> yes don't yeah. fucking do it it's never gone well what, what was that it's like fucking it's like Pico in the middle east shit show fucking india pakistan shit show afghanistan shit show yeah yeah it is it is the it is the what is the common denominator <laughs> fucking brit box <laughs> It is the ever present. No, no, Beekman. They left the European Union. The 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 empire will never set on the (laughs) (laughs) on the British Empire ever again. Yeah, Uh, I don't know. Like I agree. Like there there was. I think there's like that quote. I don't know if it's like a misquote or something, but like there's a quote I remember hearing in like history class of like. Oh, he's died. Oh, Jacob has has officially died. As we as we wait for him to return for his his legendary quote. Um, I, I, yeah, it basically just comes back to the, the ever-present colonialism issue of, of people not from a region trying to dictate the best practices and future of said region. Uh, there's obviously, you can, you could be, like, look at something and be like, okay, maybe beheading your fellow citizens and, and treating your women as second-class citizens is, is not good, generally. Yes. Uh, but then trying to turn a Middle Eastern society into a Western society, because that's all you know how to do, is maybe not the right play to be making. Uh, and well, I feel like that is... And we still haven't learned that lesson. Right. We well, the, still... other thing, the other thing to note about Afghanistan is, like, it is also very distinct from the Middle East, like, from the Middle East, like, the sort of, you know, stuff in the Arabian Peninsula and other, like, you know, like the you know like the tribal culture you know the pashtun culture like that is like distinct from even other shit so it's like it's hard to apply like you know because there was there was an idea you know in 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 during the cold war especially of like you know pan-arabism the sort of like unified arab state and stuff like that mm-hmm. which that that wouldn't apply in afghanistan because it's like there's all this other like I think people don't understand like how many different unique cultures because of the geography of Afghanistan, which is all really intense mountain ranges. So like you can be in your little river valley and villages and stuff, and what's going on over across this huge jagged mountain range might as well be on another fucking planet because no, you never go there, and those people don't come here. Like, yeah, you get what I'm saying? Oh, Jacob died. Oh, he's dead. For- oh, he's gone. No, Rip. return. He got um, taken out. <laughs> yeah no but yeah like, it, yeah and so generally like i i think i would i would say i i've been on the side of we should probably get ourselves out of there because i feel like we've done more harm than good over the last 20 years but it's still not great that yeah then now that we have left it's, it go- is... it's gonna be a painful exit and it's yeah. gonna be more painful for 
the people left behind in Afghanistan, the people who have to deal with the repercussions, the women who, over the past 20 years, who have, you know, had opportunities they've never had before, and 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 and, and gotten at least a sense of of progression. That so I was now facing down the barrel of a return to the medieval, I guess would be the polite way of putting it, uh, viewpoints of the uh, Taliban towards uh, the um, equity of women in mm-hmm. society. So, um, yeah, it's, you know, and so I, I would hope that people now in, the, in, in America, especially uh, who are seeing this unfold would say, remember this next time. Yeah, uh, you know, well, this, and that's, going I, around and say, "Hey, let's really consider." Yeah, about and, what we're doing, whether it's worth it, how we're going to do it, and yeah. and and have a realistic end state for 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 us finishing I, it rather I, than say. I, I think part of the problem with any kind of plan like that, at least when it comes to the U.S., is no matter what, you're going to have a different guy in charge within four to eight years. And he might not yeah. agree with what your idea was. Yeah. And then he's going to change it. And the next guy's going to change it. Yeah. So it, yeah. it's hard to have that coherent yeah. idea. And that's very evident also, in the history of this whole Also, the American debacle. public, they may change their, you know, right. change their mind. And we very yeah, clearly did. When, like, yeah. when fucking the towers yeah. went down, everybody was gung-ho. Like, the majority of the American public was like, yeah, fucking just, let's get them. Let's kick their ass. We got all this fucking country songs about it. And then, <laughs> And then two years later, we're invading Iraq, and people are like, wait, wait, I don't... Where really is Iraq, you know? I like, don't really get how they're connected to what happened... Yeah. September 11th. Why oh, WMDs? I, yeah. Another, another big misstep was, hey, we invaded Iraq, and then Afghanistan was like, hey, you guys are the, uh, you're on the skeleton crew for the next seven years while we do this Iraq thing. Yeah. And the guys are like, man, it's really hard to conduct counterterrorism operations when you don't have any troops to conduct counterterrorism operations with. Yeah. Um, and, and I think the like just kind of getting stronger. Uh, Jacob was like, get you know, touching touching on the the idea that it is. Uh, I, I think I I can agree with him in the sense that in in theory, the idea of being interventionalist sounds like you know we have a ton of power, we have a ton of resources at our disposal, given our you know position in in the world stage. But it's just such a, and like what you were saying, Brad, with the whole changing of the guard every four years with the president potentially, and the American public alongside that, um, having the kind of foresight that's really needed for, you know, trying to stabilize any any of these situations where we tried to put our hand in and, and, and be interventionalists, it's nigh impossible to like... Uh, yeah. formulate a plan and then stick to it and make sure that you account for all of the millions of variables that are so literally uh, and figuratively foreign to what we deal with in the United States, you know? Bringing, bringing our perspective in is just, it will never be enough, I, I feel like. Um, and so that's like, I think what it comes down to is you've got to find um... It, you got to find people within the country and within the surrounding like area that are, uh, you know, have the know-how and knowledge of the home turf that like really can uh, sort of or just take take the helm on it, which is what really not... should be what it's about. It's like the change should come with from within, not from without, because that almost that hasn't worked. And having an honest assessment of just really what is a realistic end state, like the the idea of Afghanistan becoming those co- this cohesive unified state with a national identity and this burgeoning democracy, it's just like, bro, those people don't care about, and it's not because they're backward or they're oh they're you know weird yeah. culture like like they just they're it's just different. Way, the, the, the way their society has been structured, the way they their lives have been structured, like they don't give like a guy up in fucking Paktia province doesn't mm. give a shit about who is elected leader in Kabul or what because he's like he's never been there he's never gonna go there right yeah like what, what you know and just like I mean if we think about how long it took for the United States to cohere as it, like first of all we had col- colonies that happened right and mm. then for for like 
what they'll start in the 1600s so like so you have like 150 years of colonial living yeah. and this de- independence they all had disagreement we had to fight our own civil war to essentially decide and then really <laughs> is that till the 20th century where like america sort of becomes what yeah. it, you know what, what we know it at what we recognize it as today like right so Expecting how to be able expect, to do that. How do we expect that to do that in a decade in Afghanistan? Like, what? <laughs> Come on, guys. Like, yeah. In, yeah. in other places, like, you know, people point to other places. You know, America's intervening, like, you know, obviously World War II and Germany and Japan and then South Korea. But, like, A, those both took a long Like, we had, we had to rebuild. We had poured so much money and effort into rebuilding those economies of those countries after, you know, they were ravaged by war that we fought. Right. <laughs> And also, there were in those countries. There's not like an active insurgency of people who were opposed to us being there. Like, there were no, there weren't really like a ton of Germans who were like, "Hey, I'm gonna set roadside bombs and ambush American troops hanging out in Germany." Because it was just like, well, you know, Hitler's gone, and these Americans are bringing in money, and and, and you know, and and you could probably argue probably the cultural gulf between Germans and Americans, and Americans in Africa. And Afghans is mm-hmm. much narrower in a lot of ways. Yeah. Um, so, and even though it's like took time, you know, it took it took decades for South Korea to become an actual democracy instead of just like a fake democracy ruled by authoritarian strongmen. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, there are yeah. no quick solutions. There's no easy, quick build your nice little Western democracy kit. It, you know, it it takes time and effort. You can't buy that at Target. You can't buy that at Target. And you can't. time and effort. And that's if you're like, you're on the right track and you're doing the right things. And we were clearly not doing the right things in Afghanistan. Yeah. So You're not. And especially like, again, going back to the, it's, it was a, obviously a reaction to 9-11. So you're not going to have, we clearly didn't have it, have uh, a majority of level heads going into this operation of, of being like, hi, we need to, you know strike back against this action and you know while we and like you were you know we dived into like all right we're gonna go fight the taliban well wait we have to make sure afghanistan doesn't support another terrorist group uh we gotta restructure afghanistan ah shit ah fuck we're in too deep we can't get out now ah shit hey man is is is, is what you know with all the stuff that's happened around the world and you know like you know if we had iraq is a big part obviously the Iraq obvious perilous mistake but you know that's the thing Afghanistan is was supposed to be the good war right mm-hmm. essentially because I was like okay like the people who attacked us who we know attacked us we know that's what happened yeah. are are there in Afghanistan so like that was supposed to be uh, this is the war we are fighting for the right reasons you know yeah there is very clearly a- defined objective and goal and end game for this well then- there should have been what but it there wasn't. Been. That's the problem. Yeah. We, it should have been like, you know, punitive expedition. You know, fucking Bin Laden gets <laughs> lit the fuck up. Al Qaeda gets dispersed and destroyed, and we say to the Taliban, "Hey, we don't want to come back here. It, we won't have to come back here if you don't let." <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, terror groups like Al Qaeda hang out here. Cool. All right, we're out. Goodbye. Yeah. And like, that's distasteful in the way of like, hey, we are essentially sort of you know de facto when that you know we're, we're sort of implying we're like hey Taliban, we're not going to mess with you even though you you don't really stand for any of the ideals we stand for but the reality of the situation is like we don't want to like get involved in afghanistan because they're 10 years before this there was a another global <laughs> superpower who was very involved in afghanistan and it didn't go well for them we saw that we were like mm-hmm. we actually we actually helped in some ways make sure it didn't go well. Wow, are you saying um, that we possibly provided arms to the organization that then would cause 9-11? That's crazy, uh, man. Well, we didn't give arms to Osama bin Laden because Osama bin Laden, I mean, he had a ton of his own money and he hated the U.S., so he wouldn't. I thought it. I thought the Reagan years he, uh, we gave money and guns to Did it come out that he was watching Naruto? Was that oh, something yeah, like he had Naruto? It was... Oh, yeah. yeah. What, the CIA has like some like I forget the web page, but there's some there's some site where you, they have like the upload a bunch of files of like all the stuff we had there, and it's unfortunate because they recently edited it to like remove copyrighted material, which is like a lot of the random movies and video games he had on yeah. there. It's just like 
Yeah. They, well, it was okay. Yeah. Like Animal the, Crossing Wild World. The, the meme is it. that yes, Osama bin Laden was watching Naruto. Built and... the fourth block, hawk down. Jeans neighbor. <laughs> Just like but weird he... ass fucking old early 2000s first person shooters. Like the, the reality porn. is that it was probably a shared server that was used for the family and and relatives because there were a lot of. Families in that compound when they when they yeah, raided Osama's place. So I think he's violent I video think games. Bin just <laughs> he's the weed man. He loves that Naruto, bro. Uh, maybe, maybe he's we'll gonna, never know. You know. This is he's what we be the does next Hokage. Until, until the boys from Damn Neck Virginia said hello, we are here <laughs> to deliver your Domino's pizza. Just kidding, we're delivering this five five six to your dome. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, but yeah, yeah. So, it's a it's a fuck fuck situation, and only time yeah. will tell how things shake out in the long run. I think on the whole, it's probably in the long run probably gonna do less harm that now that we have left than if we had stayed for another ten or twenty or however many well, years. Less harm to who is the question? Less harm to clearly less harm to American servicemen because they're not they're right, right. blown up or shot. But like I don't know. I mean. I, I don't think there like I I don't know I don't feel like us trying to set up a Western society in the Middle East was was really going to to benefit the people living there in the long run. I think the ideals of democracy in you know in in their ideal form is I think like it's less something of that less should harm be and for. more of di of trading what different harms. So like the U.S. being there, you know, obviously U.S. troops get targeted by various groups for attacks. Yeah. Uh, the U.S people get killed due to the different, you know, due to collateral damage or the certain strategies that the U.S. employed to conduct counterinsurgency and counterterrorism operations. You know, people got caught in the middle of that and killed, um, uh, who in a lot of cases shouldn't have been. So, um, I, I just, I, 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 I think it's trading just, you know, yeah. different. I, I guess different, like different 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 bad shit's gonna happen to the people of Afghanistan ultimately. It, and as much like I, I, I guess it's it's like goes back to the the crux of the conversation, which is that shouldn't interventionalism can be a force of good to help the the people in the affected area, but it needs to be very very well thought out, and it needs to be coordinated with the people who are going to be affected in that area. And I don't think that was done. Uh, well enough at all in any of you know in Afghanistan as well as literally every other operation we've tried to pull off <laughs> where we've, we've pulled a similar maneuver um, and this is uh, just us pulling out the white flag and being like well we at this point it's pulling I don't think there was any scenario where we could 180 at this far in um, and it's just like and, yeah, or, or I mean, and, and if, I don't know, if we could, it would, like... I mean, I if, there was, if there was the political will in the United States, and maybe, you know, maybe people thought differently or felt differently, you could say, okay, yeah, you know, we're going to have to spend a long-term oh, okay. commitment you know, okay, and, and so... put American troops in here, and maybe, you know, a couple of that, you know, there's more progress gets made, but, you know, unfortunately, that is just not the, uh, the yeah, reality. Yeah. I... I think this, oh, wow, just, this I just you know. realized, like, so, again, the component is, like, you need support from people in the region. And I think because we fucked, so, fucked up so bad over the last 20 years at doing anything besides just holding the line, like, supporting, you know, actually good uh, representatives for, for people in the Middle East to start establishing a, a good internal foundation, um, it's, like we fucked up so bad that our image is completely ruined for i i would i would probably assume the majority of of the inhabitants there like i don't know it's like i don't think you're going to get uh the ability to be able to coordinate with the majority of uh you know the people that you want to to try and like stabilize things there at this point because of the bad taste that we've left in in their mouths for the last 20 years um it just i don't think that's gonna happen anymore so that so if it's if it's a lost cause i think that is probably the most salient reason to make this maneuver and justify the the chaos that has ensued afterwards it's obviously not good but 
I think that's just where we're at at this point. Uh, it's for it's unfortunate that we got here, but eh, I yeah. really want to know what Jacob's quote was going to be. I do too. I I'm I'm, I'm, I'm honestly the fucking Brit bongs cut the powder's house. See, society <laughs> has progressed past the need for Britain. It's time for the British meme to end. <laughs> I fucking love uh, that meme of Cell just like posed with his fucking kamehameha over the entire the entirety of Great Britain, just be like, <laughs> it's time to put an end to the so-called English. <laughs> just, yes. just fucking ending them. Um, There's yeah. really good, my favorite meme about that is is a picture of a map where like England has just been deleted. And it's just water, <laughs> and, and it's just like whoo. It was all a bad nightmare. <laughs> it was all a dream. <laughs> what if it was all a dream? dream? <laughs> Supremely better, better world. God bless. But uh, yeah. All right. It's it's been an hour. I know you gotta pop off, Brad. So I'll let you get out of here. But if you 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 did drop something that you were asking for help for, so I, I think we would be remiss if we were not to at least touch on it. You you say you are looking for a car. Is there anything in particular that you're worried about or or looking for in terms of advice? I was hoping that uh, Jacob would be here because oh. I was going to bring up the uh, the inflation and what I wanted to know what his thoughts on it were. <laughs> oh, no. oh God! Well, inflationary right. pressures. I wanted to you oh, know, see what he thinks. Oh, oh, oh. It's not too late. Oh, oh, get him back in here. Get back. Should turn into Jacob's help desk. <laughs> econ major. Brad needs your econ major, Jacob. Get in here. Uh, hey man, I'm just saying, uh, well, obviously you have your own needs or whatever, but I got, I got myself the, the seven door, not seven door, seven seater Ford. Uh, seven door. <laughs> yeah, what? I actually got myself a limousine. Um, no, <laughs> fucking, I got myself a Ford SUV and it's, uh, it's been pretty, pretty nice to me. So for, for the past over a year now, I guess I've had it for over a year. Um, wow. So I, I, that would be my hat in the lot, but I, I don't was know yours, if you're... Was yours new or used? Used. Oh, definitely get used. used. There's okay. there's not... Yeah, yeah, I was not planning to get new, but yeah. um, used cars are up right now because of inflation. Hmm, yeah. But are they... There's, there's no way they're going to be any more... Are they, are they somehow more expensive than new cars? I don't know, but they're like, they're way up there. No, but um, they're not like... Th their value's gone up, so like... Your 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 money doesn't go as far as it used to, and like where right. you, know, you could get like oh I could get something pretty decent for maybe ten thousand or under or 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 whatever it is. Yeah. Um, now that's a lot harder uh, to get a, right. a car really... that's you know not doesn't have some <laughs> some compromise you know whether you know history mechanical problems or, or 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 just a really old model you know like whatever yeah. if you're looking for modern features and comforts that you would expect on most factory new cars at this point like so i guess at that point it's i guess the question you you're, i'm imagining you want to ask is like all right drag can... him in here he's here oh he's here get him, get him, get him. okay okay get him. all right okay jacob all right. needed jacob i'm looking to buy the british okay uh, oh all right, hold on. Wait, Wait, real real quick, what was your line? What was your quote? What was your quote? Oh, it was like uh, this this uh, quote. I feel like I remember hearing about two uh, like these two British like ambas like dignitaries or whatever, and saying they were like, uh, "What's the difference between one grain of sand versus the other?" And I was like, "A oh, big fucking difference." <laughs> uh, anyway, that was the quote I was gonna say. Uh, what happened? <laughs> or we're, okay, we're on, okay. We're we need your expertise need for car buying yeah. advice. Oh, I'm I'm looking to buy a used car. However, due to inflation, used car prices are up. So I'm yes. I'm wondering, as your economist through your economist lens, yeah. what do you think's going on with the inflation and with used car prices? Should I wait or should I go? Now, is that a car pun? I, I, as an economist, I do need to ask that. Are you, you're asking if you have the green light to go or the red light to hold your hold your horses hit the brakes on that car purchase correct I'm, I'm really wondering about it uh, I mean the answer is is that I mean the prices will probably still be high for uh, like they probably won't go down uh, for a little bit uh, 
Now, this is a problem because uh, we decided to create a supply chain issue in this country by entrusting companies. Uh, <laughs> it's going great. Uh, <laughs> to make the proper decisions. And so when the pandemic hit, uh, they sold a bunch of their materials and cars because they said, oh, well, uh, people won't be buying that much stuff. And it turns out that uh, society has actually progressed to the point where you can order things at home. <laughs> it's fucking crazy, right? Uh, so <laughs> demand kind of stayed about, it dipped a little bit, but then it kind of like plateaued and they were like, oh shit, people are still buying things? What the fuck? We sold all our inventory. Uh, and then uh, when things started opening back up, everyone was like, Oh yeah, I want one of those. Uh, and so, also they had the cash to spend because they hadn't been spending as much money. Because I don't know if you know this, when you stop commuting to work, you save a fuckload of money. Uh, I mean, there are other reasons for that. Blah 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 blah. Uh, but uh, bottom so line, it, 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 it led it to uh, also it led to uh, a, a huge hunger in the used car market because places like rental car agencies also sold their inventory uh and you know like i said the car companies themselves sold their inventory so they can't produce cars fast enough to satiate the rental car market and so all of that is leading to an increase in used cars because of you know compounding factors because you know there's demand but not enough supply to reach people buying cars uh and so you know people are going to the used car market in order to fulfill that need so on and so forth uh it's probably going to plateau out at some point. Uh, I think this inflation is pretty temporary. I hope so. Uh, but I don't know. Uh, the we'll inflation, go, right? in my mind, the inflation concerns are overblown because inflation only really sticks when people say it is worth paying these higher prices and you just... Grin and bear it. Yeah, you, you grin and bear it and you... Grin and bear it like the bear market, don't, am you, I right? You don't panic. Because when you panic, that's when the prices stick at their higher price and you just accept that this is the higher <laughs> price you're going to pay. And that is that is when actual inflationary problems kick in. Like when it starts to spiral and people say, I assume that this will this price will increase. So I will affect my buying options like that, uh, where Got they it. start where they say, OK, I need to buy all of this before the price goes up. Well, when you buy all of it, that actually drives the price up, <laughs> causing more inflation. So yeah. like it's one of these things. So you're you're saying, you don't like, buy the car, so I don't drive the inflation up, right? I mean, it's not like it's up to your like personal decision making. I just think the best way to not to prevent inflation is to not worry about it and don't go out and mass buy things, assuming the price will go up, because that will make the, the price go up. So Brad, don't uh, buy well, all the, the cars, economy. but maybe yeah, buying one car is okay. Yeah, one buy car. one car. Perfect. I'm really sorry, but I have to I have to dip out right now. Oh, no worries, but Thank man. you for the Why, advice. You I'm glad you buy that car. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. I'm glad you made it back in right time now. to give me the advice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. Thank you for joining us, Brad. And uh, I think we're mm -hmm. about to cut it off here for the show in general because we have still gone over somehow. Uh, so thank you guys all so much for joining us, uh, joining me here on this episode. And thank you guys so much for watching. Uh, probably no episode next week uh, unless uh, I somehow get the Choco Fucks that I'm going to Disney with to do an episode. But we will see about that. That's yeah, enjoy getting the Ligma variant of Koei. Ooh, yeah, yeah, you the, did the get the trip going. The Ligma and Sugma variant. Yeah, I hate Ron DeSantis, and uh, this trip would have a lot less stress on it if he wasn't uh, one a of bastard. the worst fucking governors of all time. Yeah. Uh, Which is hey. saying something for Florida. Uh, genuinely says a lot <laughs> for the state of Florida. But Holy in any case, we'll, until we see you next, thank you so much for watching. Stay safe out there. And uh, I gotta chug this water now. So, peace out. Uh, yeah, Ron DeSantis is fucking eat my fucking nuts. Holy shit, fuck that guy. 